Good morning. This is probably one of the best podcast episodes I have put out. Um, because my brother's in it, and he's really beautiful. And on this day, we gave him a trip size dose of psilocybin and he came into my room and this is the conversation that we had before he got up and decided to go for a walk. It's full of wonder. We talk about the nature of the universe, what it is to be a person, love, um, all kinds of really beautiful things. And the way Eric delivers each message is, um, I don't know. I feel like he's very captivating and warm and grounding. So if you're looking for some of that, if you're looking to be grounded, um, look no further. Eric, I love you. Thank you for spending time with me for being my brother and being in this life with me. I love you. Bye. Go ahead. Okay. So, the universe is the paradox because structure and order is a fundamental nature of the universe. It requires and demands order. Simultaneously, it requires and it demands chaos. How can it demand? They cannot exist at the same time, in the same place. Yet the universe demands it. Within itself, there's room for both, I suppose. But I still see it to be paradoxical. That they both exist as a fundamental nature. <laughs> That's the thing. It is a fundamental nature of the universe. Well, it's yin and yang. You have to. It you you cannot have white without black. But here's the here is my. If there, if this is, chaos, pure chaos, this is pure order. They cannot ever exist in the same place. But that's the that is the universe, you understand? That is where they collide. Mm-hmm. That is where we mm-hmm. exist. Mm-hmm. Where these two fundamental differences, that are completely um, exclusive, they're mm-hmm. exclusive to each other. They collide, and that's where we are, mm-hmm. in the paradox. Mm. So do you think there's places where there's just one or the other? Yes. What's that? Well, the universe is vast enough for that to exist. Hmm. So, hmm. Pure? I don't know about absolute chaos. But we have things like a black hole. That might be complete order. We Hmm. look at it as destruction. But that, I don't... I think order is lifelessness. That's the only way. Because without life, you have order. 
with life is life is chaos. Life is the chaos. Mm. When life dies, chaos dies. And now there is order again. The universe started in order. Like if you believe in the Big Bang, before the Big Bang, it was order. That was good. Why was it good? There was no life. There's no pain. But there's nothing. There's nothing. That is, well, I'm saying good as in, in terms of order, right? From the perspective of order, Mm -hmm. that is good. That is order. Nothing. We have complete control. And then as soon as we have life, we are the, like, the essence of chaos is life. So it's not, it's not good or bad. Mm Mm-hmm. It depends on how you look at it. It just is. If you look at it from the perspective of chaos, life is fucking amazing. But from the perspective of order, life is Mm. the worst thing you could possibly imagine. But we try to make order. Of course you do. Because we exist in the paradox where they collide. Mm. We try to make order of the chaos. That is where we exist. But nature is chaos. If nature is life, then yes. Or is life nature? Life is nature. Nature isn't life. Right? So. Nature. Well, hold on. Life is nature. No. Nature. Where would it be? Mm. I think light nature because it's like this right if I write a book I make a character that character isn't me but that but that character like if he says he's me is audacity yeah <laughs> but I made him <laughs> he's a piece of me so we have to figure out which is a piece of which Nature is a piece of life, or is life a piece of nature? Life is a piece of nature, because nature is fundamental. Life is not. What does that mean? Fundamental means it's a bottom line. Nothing can come so before So life that. isn't fundamental? No, because there is no life out there. How do but you know? there is always, nature will always exist. Life does not always exist. Go to the moon, you see life? Mm-hmm. But there is but nature. Is it... Nature is like mm. gravity. Right? The fundamental laws of but physics is, it... is nature. And the rock itself would be nature. Yes, it would be. But it is not life. Hmm. Not in a scientific text. Like a uh, definition, right? That is not life. Well, it. I would say that it's alive in its own way. Yes, alive. I would, say, I would agree with you. But I, I say that isn't. To keep things easily translatable, right? Like, from person to person. That's not... Like, it's not alive. Uh-huh. In that text, in that sense, it's not alive. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm alive. But does it have... Is it part of life? Yes. Does it have a life? It may. I can't say. I'm not the moon. I'm not a rock. I'm not sand. You should talk to them. 
And that's them. This is alive. This house was alive. It is alive. It has energy. Maybe it does. What does it think about us? Does I don't think... know if it's the same as us. I think its energy is different. I don't think it thinks. That's what I'm saying. I don't it I don't think it functions the way it's not alive in the way that we are. Well plants are similar in that matter. They don't don't they don't they don't think that they think. But that's why they're nice. But plants are affected by energy. Energy. Dude, there is a fucking rock floating around us, traveling. Mm, how fast? We're on a floating rock. Imagine the, like, but here's the thing: if you weren't on it, and you were traveling that fast, it would rip the skin off of your body. That's crazy. But since you were on the rock, <laughs> you're okay. You're okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow, we should love the Earth. Thank you, thank you, Earth. Do you know what I mean? Without it, we would not be here. Where would we be? You didn't have a choice. I should. St- I can still be grateful that I'm here at all. That's what my therapist told me to start working on. Gratitude. Because I don't look at the world that way. Hmm. I don't look at the world like that. I look at the world as, well... Nobody chose to be here. What if we did? As far as I know, I didn't. And that's all the evidence I have collected on that. But you don't know that for certain. Like I said, the the evidence that I have is I was born. And that's it. That's where... The, before that... I have no recollection. So my only evidence points towards I didn't choose. I just came to be. You think things just happen like that? Do I think so? Well, there's a, I'm very logical and reasonable. <laughs> I believe in reason. I love reason. And I love logic. But... I love magic. A part of me always wants to deny reason. And deny logic. To give way to... Wonder. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do. <laughs> but I battle. Within myself. And I sway. Sometimes I believe in wonder. And sometimes <laughs> I believe in reason. I can't come to a conclusion. Well, I think part of the fun is being in both. For now. You're really beautiful, Eric. You're so poetic. Thank you.
Alan Watts said. I think it was Alan Watts. No, it wasn't. One of those teachers. It was Ruiz and the Mastery of Love. Miguel Ruiz. There it is. Miguel? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got his name wrong. No, no, I, I couldn't remember it either, but it finally came to me. Yeah, he said that. You shouldn't... Well, I'll paraphrase because I don't remember exactly. And shouldn't is a really strong word. Because mm-hmm. it's a suggestion. So I don't know if it's as strong as a su- suggestion, but I'll say like you don't have to believe in when people call you names. And you also have the choice not to believe when people compliment you. Mm. But not in a bad way. Because if they compliment you your whole life and tell you you're beautiful, you'll believe they're beautiful, you're beautiful because people told you you're beautiful. Not because you believe you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. So when they stop telling you you're beautiful, you're no longer beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like relying on someone else to tell you that. So what he said is to say thank you. Like he said, you're smart, but thank you. But it doesn't, like when people give me compliments, it never really, I don't believe the compliments. Yeah. I just say thank you. Because I have to, it's more important mm-hmm. if I believe it or not. Ben says the same thing, that's what he struggles with is, everyone says these things to me and I can't hear it. Like I don't feel it for myself. Well sometimes I do, sometimes I'm ashamed and I don't want to be prideful. So I think thank you is a, um, a, an appropriate um, response to a compliment. But internally, your response will differ from thank you. I don't say thank you to myself. I Why? say, well, you say, is this true? Am I smart? And then I think about it. Hmm. Sometimes. And then, then the pride comes into play. Well, I don't want to be prideful. I don't want to believe I'm smart. Because I don't think I know more than you. So it's, it's, a, it's a discipline. Hmm. And discipline isn't bad. When used appropriately... It's very beneficial. So it's not putting yourself down. It's disciplining yourself. So when they give you compliments, you say thank you. And keep... So I'll tell you this. This is very profound, actually. Do you know what a triumph is for Romans? No. A triumph is the most, the highest honor that a Roman could receive. Like... It was actually, you would be paraded through, from the gates of Rome to where the, um, like where the emperor was. Or, like, you'd be paraded through Rome, essentially. And you would get laurels on your head as your trophy. You had to have accomplished, like, a feat that they wouldn't, like, is too great for a man to accomplish this, but you did it for one man. Hmm. So here's your triumph, and here are your laurels. And as he walked through the city, someone would whisper in his ear, um, 
Remember your death. Mm. Wow. Remember your death. Wow. So that although they receive all the glory <laughs> man can offer them, they're immortal. <laughs> and I'm not better, I'm no more than you. I find Julius Caesar, he's my favorite person in history. Because he was never emperor, but we always think of his, um, him as emperor. Mm -hmm. He never claimed emperor. He only gave himself the title of princeps. I'm the first citizen. I'm a citizen, just like you. I'm the first one. I'm just a citizen. I think that's so great. In, in theory. Mm. Right. Because there are great people. There are people who rise above, who follow their, like, their journey, and they make it. Mm. They do amazing things. And that should be recognized as greatness. I think greatness does exist. And to achieve that is amazing. But... Are we not all meant to achieve greatness? Well, now you... That's a can of worms. <laughs> Are we all meant to? Sure. Yeah. But why don't we? So if we were meant to, but didn't, were we ever meant to, to begin with? What if some people's path is to live in a slum and to destroy their lives and die? Who's to say that is or is not their path? I don't know. I don't know if, like, a heroin addict who overdosed alone in an alley. What if that's their path? Maybe they strayed from their path and that's why they ended up there. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they followed their path and got there. Mm. I have no idea. So are we all destined, like, made for greatness? I don't know. I don't know if we all are. I think... If we stray from the path, we miss out on the greatness. That requires faith. Faith in good. That mentality requires faith in good. That there is something good. So it's flawed. And I don't believe in it. That's why I'm always in neutrals. I don't know if there's greatness. Like, I don't know if we're all destined for greatness. I know that some people achieve it because I can see that. Well, what is greatness? Well, you know greatness when you see it. But we might have a misconception of what greatness is. Yeah, I started to think about that. Because I had a grandiose vision of greatness. That is grandiose. But not all great things are that great. Some great things are small, but they're still great. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, what if it doesn't have to be what if 
The grandiose can be in everything, or the greatness can be in anything, big or small, you know? And you don't have to achieve some big thing for you to be great. But I don't know if that's true either. Yeah, because when I... I'm not satisfied with that. Because when I think about that, I think that if every person... I'm still thinking about that. If every person was born for greatness, big or small, right? No matter what that greatness is. That requires you to believe also, fundamentally, that there is a goodness enveloping all things. I believe that. But what about the bad? Why wouldn't it also be bad? I don't believe there that it's good or bad. I believe that it's love. And I don't think love excludes bad. I don't... I, I disagree. I don't think that the world is good or bad. I agree with that part. I don't believe that it is love. I think that love comes from... Because I believe the universe is a war zone. And love is a... Hmm. Sort of like... Uh, what's the word? Like a result of the war that goes on. It births love. And good and bad. All those things are result of the war like a collision that creates the universe but it's I don't people think it's fundamental I don't know if it's fundamental I think it's a byproduct and it's up to us it's completely up to us what is To give it importance. You decide how important love is. If, if it's a guiding factor or not. If you believe it's. Wrapping around. Gently. Everything. Then it is. But if you don't believe that. You can't see it. But what you think is what becomes real. That's what I'm saying. And my life has been beautiful since it's been encompassed by love. Since love has been the goal. Yes. My life is better than it's ever been. Accurate. That's what I'm saying. It's not... Because if it was fundamental, Mm. you wouldn't question it. Mm -hmm. And everyone would understand this. Right. It's a learned thing. We have to learn it. Is that what you mean? You have to see it. Mm. And you give it... It's like a spirit. It's not the universe. It's not love. It can't be love. It's impossible. It's more of... It's it's something... The more you believe in it, the more power it gets. Mm -hmm. It's the same as hatred. Love and hatred are Mm -hmm. the same thing. Okay? Mm -hmm. The world is not hatred. 
the universe isn't hatred. So why would you say the universe is love? Mm. It can't be. It comes from the universe. So if you feed love, you see love mm-hmm. and you give more mm-hmm. and become stronger. And hatred becomes weaker. But if you you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It you you either feed it your your energy and it grows with you. That's the story of the two wolves. That's what I kind of had in mind when, like, it popped in my mind when the I started one talking that you about feed. it. Yeah, literally, it popped in my mind as I started talking. Wow. I was like, "Yo, maybe there's something to that shit." There is. Cause I'm just describing something that I thought of, and all of a sudden, boom! I see wolves. Yeah. I see the two wolves. Because it is two wolves. It's that's what we're talking about: love and hate. Which one wins? The one that you feed. Yeah. And it grow it it is a it becomes a part of it is yeah. a part of you. It's not separate from you. It's not somewhere out there. It is like part of you. Mm-hmm. Love doesn't exist outside. Without your mind mm-hmm. and your soul, love doesn't exist anymore. It exists through me. It must because be. of me. Right, because if you go and ask Venus. What is love? And it looks at Earth. There's only coldness. Because that's the, that's the father. That's the masculine. That's order. Venus. I don't... We understand what, like... Metaphorically, right? Like mm-hmm. an asteroid. Looking at Earth. It makes no sense. It doesn't... It can't comprehend that. Mm-hmm. Because there is no love outside of you. Mm-hmm. The forest doesn't feel... It's not love. Your love. But I feel love you in made, the forest. You made love. And the forest... You give love to the forest. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, you gave love to the forest. Wow, the forest so didn't powerful. have love before you. We're so powerful. We're everything. We can make anything. You're literally everything. I love being here. Hmm. That was a crazy fucking thought. <laughs> what? Like, yo. You're that's everything. true. That is yeah. literally true. Yeah. Like, the, the forest isn't love. It's, it's cold. But you gave it love. Because you have the capacity to love. We're crazy. We're fucking crazy. No, we're beautiful. Yeah. Humans are a gift. Yeah. We're, like, you know that saying, like, if a f- tree falls in a forest and there's nobody around to hear it did it fall that's the same thing that i'm saying to you right now about love like no it didn't doesn't matter if it fell or not it did it fall or not it doesn't matter because there's no people there's no no sentience Mm -hmm. so you are literally everything is you not just you you is everything everybody like not like if you didn't have a mind and a brain and perception and a consciousness nothing exists yeah the forest doesn't even exist because it needs to be perceived you need it needs something relative to it to wow. exist 
If you cannot perceive, there is nothing. That's what I wrote down, Eric. I wrote, everything is for me. Do you know what I'm saying now? Do you understand that? Everything is for us. Right. Because without us, there's nothing. Right. That's an old belief I had. That nothing, but it was colder, much, much colder. Right. And much more Well, right, because it could be meaningless. It was sinister. Mm. Because the idea before was, when I, nothing ever existed before I existed. Right. Because I wasn't here. Mm Mm-hmm. And as soon as I die, everything ceases to exist. The earth might as well be blown to a million pieces because I'm not here. And I cannot perceive it anymore. So it doesn't exist. It is sinister. But it doesn't have to be. I looked at it cynically. Right. And I used it cynically to fuel hatred. Mm -hmm. But it's fundamental, I think. You don't have to use it. You don't have to use it. It's just a fact. And you could take it to a grander picture of as long as there is sentience. Okay, so the world existed when sentience existed. So with or without you, because there is other sentience. No, I can't prove there's sentience besides me. But what about me? I can't prove. How can I prove that you have sentience? Because I'm you. Well, then now there is. <laughs> like, I be- that is a belief. But mm. it's not a fact. What, that I'm you? Yes. I believe that, yes. I can't prove that to you. But I do believe that. But so when I that, hurt, you belief, hurt. With, with that belief, Sam, that does mean that the universe exists outside of me because there's others, other perceptions still alive to experience. Mm-hmm. And that's more beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that was more along the lines of, that reminds me again of remember your death. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm gone, what do I leave you with? What Mm -hmm. Mm happened? Like, how do I live? Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Do I live as if I'm the only person who matters? Right. Or do I live as though we all matter? There was a stoic who said something along the lines of, like, the real point of life is to learn how to die mm-hmm. not to learn how to live right they say that in the tibetan book of living and dying too right it's not about it's how do i what happens when i leave that's more important how do i leave everybody here really right. better to say it more accurately like how do i leave you all here right but in every moment well, that's the driving fact. That right. is the purpose of its existence, that saying. If you know is, that you're going to die, how would you treat people always? Not just treat people. But. How would you do things? How would you be? Think yeah. grander. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Treating people mm-hmm. as a part of what would you do? Right. That's not everything. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful piece of it. What would you do? And we shouldn't yeah. undermine that. But there is beauty outside of people. Mm-hmm. What we can create. What would you do with everything you interacted with? Everything. Everything. What do you do? That is learning how to die. With my bed, with my folding. One time I did shrooms and I was folding my laundry and I was so delicate and sweet with everything. I I just was making my bed and like halfway through I was like, I just want to be soft. And (laughs) I crumpled in the bed. I made it, it looked so sloppy. And I was just imagining a conversation. Like if someone has seen my bed, like, like, that looks sloppy. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Because I made it. I made my bed. Mm-hmm. So it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't make it like you. Mm-hmm. But I made it. <laughs> and it just looks like shit. And I don't care. Because <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, that, is, that's, that bed is now me. Mm-hmm. Like, I made that bed. Mm-hmm. It's me. Wow. That's, that's basically how I live. <laughs> like that, if you look at it, that's me. Mm-hmm. The job is done. It's clean. It's good enough. You can sleep on it? I can sleep on it. It's made. I'm tweaking. You're what? <laughs> tweaking, bro. Really? Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> I can't keep looking at the ceiling. I gotta roll over. Why? It's too much. Why? What's it look like? Fucking crazy. It, well, I keep looking around and then just thought... I don't even see it. I'm like I, I'm looking, but I don't see anything. Does that make any sense? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm like, not, you're not focusing I'm, on anything. Yeah. Right. I'm not looking at anything. Right. It's just all being here. Mm-hmm. But having it all here is too much. Mm. I need just, like, this green carpet mm. and this gray <laughs> What about if you close your eyes? I hear dad now when I close my eyes. Hmm. My man. Your man? My dude. He's your dude? Yeah. <laughs> he made me. Yeah. He loves me. <laughs> He's trying. Mm-hmm. He's playing guitar now. <laughs> Why? Why is he playing guitar? Yeah. Does he have a dream? Maybe. I have a dream. What is it? To live. Me too. I don't know why. 